I never thought that someone would watch a piece of my content and review it, like critique my existence, what I create, what I make, what I do. And so I want to talk about this because I have thoughts, I have feelings, I have good and bad. Like it's a whole vibe. I feel like it's an important thing to share because I feel like this is goals, but also like dread at the same time. So let's have a conversation, shall we? Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martins. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators, deep dives into the inner workings of how YouTube works, and discussing all the things about YouTube culture and the impact it is having on our world. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with vidIQ, where they help you maximize your videos to YouTube reach by studying titles, descriptions, tags, and playlists relevant to your subject matter, while also studying your competitors to help you know exactly what you should be doing for your YouTube growth. So if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. What's up, ladies? Welcome to another episode of the Women of Video podcast. I'm so excited to be up in your earballs today sharing with you this crazy experience that I am going through. Before we dive into this, we on episode 192. We are eight away from 200 episodes. It's just insane to me. I still don't know what I'm doing for my 200th episode to celebrate, but I hope it's going to be good. Maybe I'll do a roundtable. I did a roundtable for the 100th episode. Um, I don't want to do like 200 lessons. That'd be too much, but I, I, I it's, I'm, I'm lots of things. I'm really excited. I'm so grateful I get to spend time with you guys every single week. I have so much of my job is being this full-time creator person. And then I have this off camera life of being a mom and a wife and a homeowner and a cat owner and a dog owner, like a person, a person, a person outside of this, this box. But I really love this. I love that I can get swept up into sharing and conversations and information. It's so exciting. And I love that I get to do this. I think I probably say that all the time, but, um, I don't know what to do to get back to so any ideas. Let me know. A head up a reminder again, heading to VidCon East, the first ever one going to be speaking on stage at 1130 on October 1st in Baltimore at the Baltimore convention center for the first ever VidCon East talking about how small creators can make money, which links to kind of like what this video situation is about, which is really funny, but I want you to come. I want you to join in on this. Like it's a really affordable pass. Like when you compare what you're going to be getting at this event versus like what you're going to get the LA event. I really think it's going to be so much cooler, different, like a totally different vibe. Like the LA event is so big, so showy. And this event is going to be so much smaller, like a totally different demo and kind of person. And uh, like the guests are just so wildly different. Like I'm just so excited about this. This is going to be so fun. Uh, so I hope I get to see you at VidCon East. If you are going, hit me up and the reviews and the comments and the DMs, all of the things, uh, you can find all of the information to contact me and connect with me over in the show notes, which are on Apple or Spotify or womenofvideo.com, all of the things. Now, <laughs> I, uh, okay, before I get in the story, I want to share a tidbit. So, and it has to do with this channel. So, okay, let me just give you a story. Okay, so here it is. So I, 
as you know, vidIQ is the title sponsor for the Women of Video podcast. They have been for a very long time. I love my relationship with them. I love, I love the guys over there at vidIQ. They are just doing so many crazy, cool, smart things. They have launched this amazing coaching program. The tool is always changing, always making things better, giving you so many data points. I, I love the tool. Love, love, love. But one of the things that they don't talk about often on the channel is how to make money. They talk about YouTube monetization. They talk about how to make money as a creator. And I feel like it's a massive, giant missed opportunity. And so I've done a video with them in the past where I talk about like number, like X number of ways to make money as a small creator. And I talked about like, was like from like a service provider situation. I've spoken with the vidIQ Max um, coaching program, all that. So I did a video with Rob, who's the channel guy. Um, and it was called small channels can make massive money on YouTube. And I broke down how in 2022 I made over $186,000 as a full-time creator and I had less than 38,000 subscribers, a little over more now at the time of this conversation. And I broke down by the numbers. This is how much I have made from all these different ways I've made it from my service with my agency, from the Amazon creator program, from speaking, from affiliates, from sponsorships, all the things. Okay. So I broke it down to show like that you can do it in these kinds of ways. Um, it's like building a small brand and offering value in this specific way. And I really love the video. The video didn't do as well. Like the other video that I did for you to, for, for VidIQ, like when you look on the side of the, the screen, there's a way to like, see, I'm going to, if you're watching the video, you can see this on Spotify. Um, but there's a way to see the data of like how well it, a video does compared to the first 28 days. And it's like a purple bar with like a blue line and it's on the bottom. It's like the bottom edge, like the people are not as interested in this video as others. Like usually when I've done the past, it's been like when I did the last video about money, it was like way over the, the purple. It was like a one out of 10 on their channel, which was like a huge accomplishment. And so um, I was really surprised it didn't do well, but what's most important to me is that like I helped people with what they're trying to do. Um, I created a little spreadsheet, little workshop book so that they could essentially get like a work through like how they could create a digital product, which is what I wanted them to be able to do. I wanted them to be able to have a worksheet where they could go and get their questions answered to like work through how they could create a digital product. Now only 33 people signed up for it. When I did the other one where it was like the media kit that I had done for them, I had over probably, um, Oh, hold on. That's unsubscribed. How many people are on this one? Um, I've had 600, I got 606 people who had signed up for the digital products worksheet. And so that's, that's a great, those are great numbers actually. Like I'm really satisfied with that. And then from the media kit, deliverable, the one I had done for them before about how to like get started with this, I had an 802. So the numbers aren't really that far off. And that other worksheet was up there for longer. So anyway, so the point is, is that the video was great. And it's been really helping people learn that they can make money different ways. Look, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but did you know that YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but that's why every creator 
truly needs to be using vidIQ to grow their YouTube channel. vidIQ's tech helps you tailor your video ideas to match what people are searching for right now on YouTube. And once you're ready to upload, well, it starts optimizing and getting you all the details that you need to make sure your videos are getting noticed. If you really want to dive in more and get started for free, please head over to the womenofyoutube.com forward slash vidIQ to get started on this YouTube channel changing tool that's going to make things so much easier for you. All right, let's get back to it. Well, in steps this guy named Kevin Chi. Now, Kevin Chi is a growing YouTuber. Like he has less than, I think he's got less than 8,000 at the time of this. He has less than 8,000 subscribers on YouTube. He's been doing this kind of for a while. And I'm so excited for him and like the path that he is on. He has had some viral success as of re lately. Um, and he just makes, he makes really great content. Like he really does. Um, his content is really good. It's very informative. Like he's just sharing this journey of where he is as a software engineer and all this kind of stuff. So I'm really like honored that like, he was like, let me go look at this video. So he does this whole video that's like making $188,000 a year on YouTube with only 300 views. So the thing that I got so upset about, and it was like really frustrating me the whole time I'm watching this video, is his constant reminder of like how few views my YouTube videos get. Now my YouTube videos usually in the first few um, like weeks and days are not great. Like I have very small, like my most recent video that wasn't the one I launched today was like a month old. It's like 377 views, 144 views, 468 views, all this kind of stuff. But my argument, like my, when I teach people is like, I don't care if I get a few, like a low number of views. I want action. I want the right views of people that are going to take actionable steps, like get on my email list, let me communicate and connect with you on a regular basis. Like, are you going to buy from me? Like all this kind of stuff. And so that to me matters more than getting thousands of views. And I even commented on his video saying, you focused a lot on the views part of this. Like that matters. I'm not trying to be a YouTuber. I am a YouTuber. I'm not trying to be a Logan Paul or a hundred thousand, half a million, million dollar like YouTuber. That'd be cool. But I don't think I have the business in place for something like that right now. I, I'm just trying to grow my agency. I'm trying to build an audience and a community. I'm trying to give value to brands. I'm trying to sell affiliates and digital products. Like that's my agenda right now. And I'm having this slow, I'm also rebuilding my channel, which again, he doesn't know, um, to a different, more specific audience. And so he was just going through my videos and was like, I don't understand. And so what was so interesting is having him literally have my video up and have him comment on it. And he had some moments in it that I thought were really interesting where he was like, I'm not making that much. Like when I talked about how much I made with Amazon video program, he's like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't know like how, like I, I'm clearly doing this wrong. But then he started talking about like different things, like how I, like critiquing each point or not knowing what these different points were. And I think overall what he learned is that 
there are more options out there than he was made aware of, which is the number one problem I think that most YouTube creators have in general is they don't know about the income opportunities that are available to them. And additionally, they don't know how to do it or like what they're doing there. And like, that's where I kind of have this unique sweet spot. So I have this like top secret project I'm working on to hopefully help I'll solve that problem. But it's still this whole thing that was around it. But he also would say things like, I said, I can make, I said in the video something like, I can make engaging clickable thumbnails. And he was like, no, these are bad. These look like Canva templates. And I'm like, I actually literally work with a company to make these. And my click theory is like going up and I'm like, why are you being mean to me? But anyway, it was this whole interesting like idea. So sorry to interrupt our episode. I know we're getting really into it, but are you looking for a powerful, easy to use tool that can help you take your video to the next level? If so, I've got just the tool for you. Today's episode is brought to you by Adobe Express, the all-in-one solution for all of your content creation needs. With Adobe Express, you can easily create stunning videos, design eye-catching thumbnails, clip and trim your videos with ease, and schedule your content for social media. One of the standout features of Adobe Express is the range of thumbnail templates that are available. With dozens of customizable templates to choose from, you can create thumbnails that are both visually appealing, informative, and help your videos stand out on that crowded home feed of YouTube. And when it comes to video clipping, it makes it so much easier to repurpose your content from those long form videos to all of the other vertical video platforms, and you can easily share them with the scheduling tool within Adobe Express. So if you're ready to take your content creation to the next level, head over to Adobe Express and start your free trial today. You can find the link to get signed up for today over in our show notes at womenofvideo.com. And remember, Adobe Express is the perfect tool for taking your content to the next episode. All right, back to the episode. Yeah. And how I feel about having someone critique my work is really interesting. So when he was critiquing my videos, it was very much like I just did not know how I felt about it. I shared it with my coach. I shared it with my little YouTube mastermind that I have. And I was like, this guy like, reviewed my video and I am just not sure how I feel about this whole situation. And they were like, no, this is good because it's just bringing like validity to you. She's like, and my coach was like, nothing they said, he said was wrong. Everything he said was accurate. You don't have a lot of views. You are rebuilding on it. Your thumbnails are a work in progress. Um, you know, all these different things. Um, some of the comments were like, think about this, Des, you're proving that what you teach, proving what, what you teach on your channel. I think it makes you look like a boss that you are. I do a follow-up video to reiterate the point, which is why I'm doing this podcast. This is like the gave me this inspiration. Um, I also think it's funny, like a better video like this than hate forums on Reddit or et cetera, about how much people can't stand you in your channel. And I'm like, you know, that's right. It's not, I'm glad that that is not the situation that, <laughs> that brought it here. So it was a little humbling to have my dirty laundry of low views aired on the internet, but I really just kind of, it kind of just proves my point over and over again. Views and subs don't matter. Having an audience that watches your content, that cares about your content, that engages and reacts to your content, and then of course ultimately buy from you, that's the stuff that I think matters more than anything else. And I think that that is what I think you guys can take away from this. Now, I had mentioned before I got into the story this interesting tidbit. I started watching Kevin's channel just to get like a feel for like what he was doing and, and who he was and what he like talks about and stuff. 
And what was so dang interesting is he had this video that hooked me, got me in. And he talks about how there's a YouTube bug with our revenue. Okay. And I went and I did it and I was like, oh my God, this is true. So one of the things I want you guys to make sure that you're doing, if you are monetized, okay, if you are monetized and you are loading those eight minute videos, make sure, make sure that you are selecting where your mid roll ads go because the bug in the, the system is that it just picks anywhere that you want it to the natural place. When I edit my YouTube videos, there's not a pause, like they don't know a natural break. So I had a lot of videos I was going through. I probably like 15 of them. A lot of them were if I, if, if I had a mid-roll ad, if for my eight minutes, for my videos are over eight minutes, it would be at like the end of the video. Um, and, or there weren't any at all. And I was like, wow, that is a massive missed revenue opportunity. And like with how crappy <laughs> revenue has been as of this year, like, I'm not wanting to like have this missed revenue opportunity. So make sure that you are placing your mineral ads correctly so that you can be getting more financial opportunities because no one else is looking out for you and it's the literal worst. So take care of yourself, take care of your brand, control where your mineral is and find the natural placement so that you can be getting more ad revenue. That's all for today. It's this little shorter episode because I just wanted to talk about this. If you've ever had this happen, like, please let me know, like DM me, let me know like what the whole situation was for you, how you felt about it. Overall, I'm happy that this was my first experience. I'm super glad that I helped this kid on his journey of figuring out how to rev add revenue. And of course, because the comments from the original video and the comments on his new video, it brought me more traffic and it brought me more people that I can help and stuff. So I'm super grateful for that. And so if you have any questions as always, Hit me in the DMs. Remember, you are possibly amazing. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. 